1: Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast starring me, Dags. Today, as always, we have a powerful episode, and across this powerful oaken desk is our powerful assistant manager, Mike Rez.
0: Hey, Dags, what's going on? Pulled myself away from the WAP video just in time to record this episode. Man, it's great to be not watching that video right now. Did you say WAP or WAP? WAP, WAP. Who cares? <laughs> Have you seen the video?
1: Powerful. Yeah. Tell us, the fans of Flock of Amish, about the WAP
0: video. Oh, well, we got Cardi B and, you know, Megan the Stallion, two of my favorite female rappers of all time. Not really. I don't really listen to rap anymore because it's pretty shitty right now. Whoa. But they, uh, their video took the world by storm. My God, I think like 61 million views already on their video on YouTube. I don't even know how many Spotify streams they've gotten, but, you know, dance around half naked, does wonders for you. It's just really a
1: powerful video, isn't it? It's, well, yeah, it's very powerful. Yes. Lots lots of colors, bright colors. It's just over the top. That's why I love it. It's just like, it's so ridiculously over the top. in your face. It really is. Yeah. And people think it's something new doing shocking things like that. I mean, if you think of Luke Skywalker back in, uh, me so
0: horny days. Yeah. Two yeah, live ex- crew. Exactly. It's the same thing, just different generation. It, uh, I, I like the fact that that bitch Carol Baskins had to uh, insert herself into the conversation. Whoa. She uh, was angry that they were using tigers and, and other big cats in the video.
1: What, they, what should have they used? Like possums or what?
0: <laughs> that would have been interesting. Or hippos. Hippo, yeah. I've been getting a lot Sharks, of uh,
1: hippos. good reaction off our, my powerful tweet about they have Shark Week, where we talked about five people got killed. You know, unfortunately, five people died in 2019 of shark attacks. And, of course, in hippo attacks, 500.
0: That's a lot. So let's have a hippo week. Yeah, we should do a hippo fest. We're doing shark fest right now. Yeah, so I know. Not? Weeks, fest, they add all this stuff. They, they hype the hype. Yeah. Mike Tyson punched a shark or something or fought a shark or did something. What what do you think
1: of Mike Tyson's beard? Should he lose the beard?
0: No, actually, it makes him look sophisticated, makes him look mature and older, like his age. He should keep it. I like it.
1: I don't like it. I don't like it because it it reminds me of those weird videos where you see the old dude. He's on (laughs) hormone replacement (laughs) therapy or he's on growth hormone he did the face app. <laughs> yeah, he's got this old man's head on this jacked body.
0: Yeah. It, it,
1: I think it looks fine. I don't like it. Shave it. Powerful episode today. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for dropping by. If you're new to this powerful podcast, welcome. If you're an OG, as always, welcome. God, we've got a great episode today. We have a beer review. We have powerful song of the day. We have a powerful episode about a powerful mystery deep in Scotland. Scotland, the evil Overton suicide murder bridge. Yes, you're gonna want to <laughs> stick around for stick that. Stick around it's for that one. <laughs> stick around. But most importantly, is a powerful giveaway. Yeah, powerful DVD giveaway.
0: How excited are, the are you? The king.
1: This? Oh my God, we're excited. The king of Staten Island. Powerful. Tell us a little bit. Tease us a little bit, Mike Rez, about what's coming up. You're going to have to stick around for the full full episode. You're going to have to stick around towards the end. And if that wasn't enough, too, we have new music on the end. God, this is a great episode.
0: Right. We're going to tell you how to win a copy, a DVD copy of The King of Staten Island, one of Pete Davidson's new movies. And it's going to be sweet. They contacted us to see if we wanted to do this. We said, hell yes, because the flock deserves to be rewarded for their loyalty. Just to let you know a little bit about what this movie is, it's uh, you know celebrated comedy director Judd Apatow and SNL's Pete Davidson's critically acclaimed, heartfelt comedy, is now available to own on digital, and on Blu-ray and DVD on August twenty fifth. Features over two hours of hilarious, never before seen bonus content, including alternate endings, deleted scenes, and a gag reel. This film is inspired. I.P. Davidson's own true life story, Dags.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great. It's got Bill Burr. It's got Marissa Torme from a uh, powerful
0: uh, Spider-Man and My Cousin Vinny. Uh, it's Steve Buscemi. Yes. Who's been in a lot. Always plays a New York firefighter now, though. Yeah. And he does in this movie as well. Whoa. Yes. Powerful. A little, a little firefighter action for Steve.
1: Who's that other stand-up I can't think of that always played the firefighter? Dennis Leary. Yes, thank you. It was probably Dennis O'Leary originally. Probably, you're
0: right, yeah. Got to drop the O, though.
1: Powerful. Do you have an O on the last name? Is it
0: Orez? Yeah, or Rezo. Whoa. It depends on where you're from and the dialect you use.
1: If you were Italian, it'd be Rizzo. That's right. Powerful. Big puffy hair. God, we're excited. And right now, <laughs> speaking of excitement, you're taking a swig off your Powerful. Every week... I purchase a powerful energy drink.
0: I know. your or energy or MicroRes. Your energy drink budget is pretty big.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to
0: you. I was like, whoa.
1: <laughs> you look <laughs> on your phone app and you're like, okay, let me <laughs> add this up. So that's the thing. Hey, we're gonna need an energy drink company to reach out to us.
0: We are, and you can fill us up with some great energy. Yes. I'm a machine
1: at gmail.com if you want our powerful email. Hit us up. We need powerful energy drinks to get us through this powerful episode. Tell the fans of Flock of Amish what beverage you're drinking today.
0: I'm drinking a Rain Total Body Fuel. That's Rain R E I G N. It's got a sweet Viking king on the cover here, or on the, the can. It's uh, packed. This is, uh, 300 milligrams of caffeine must be like the, the standard.
1: It's not, it's the new standard. It's, it's even more powerful. Standard.
0: Yes. Uh, this will increase your concentration, reduce your fatigue. It's packed full of B vitamins, B3, B6, and B12. Branch chain. I got it right. Amino acids. Whoa. And the electrolytes are Na, K, and mm, Those are my favorite. Those are my favorite too. I mean, who, who wouldn't want those? And this is also zero sugar, zero artificial color flavor zero fat, and recommended for the 18-plus crowd.
1: That was a powerful band in the 70s, Electrolyte Orchestra.
0: Electrolyte Orchestra? I like that one, yeah.
1: (laughs) Don't Don't bring me me down, down. Bruce!
0: Powerful. (laughs) Do you think Bruce still brings him down or not? I should hope not. I think they kicked him out of the band. I think that was part of the problem.
1: Whoa. Drink up. I'm enjoying a powerful here. Listen to that for the... What is that A I never remember. Is it... ASMR or AM, whatever it is. Whatever it
0: whatever is. Whatever those
1: people that get aroused by hearing stuff. Oh. I'm drinking a powerful <laughs> cold press, cold brew, call it what you want. Pure caffeinated coffee
0: on ice. You like the uh, iced coffee taste when it's just straight up iced coffee? I'm powerful.
1: I don't need any fillers, any sugars. Nothing that tastes like
0: caramel or vanilla? No,
1: I just need powerful caffeine. I would, I would use a patch, an injection, an infusion, a rectal shot, whatever, whatever it takes.
0: Full of caffeine.
1: Yes, caffeine. Because after this powerful episode, I'm going to have a powerful workout. Ooh. Yes. Clanging and banging? Hanging and banging. Pumping iron. God, it's going to be powerful. Much are like you, this episode. How are your gains? How have they been? Look at me. That's all you need to know. Huge. Yes. Just look at me is all you need to know. <laughs> Oh uh, my powerful gains in the powerful gym. Now let's, uh, oh, we got to do cheers.
0: Yes, hold cheers. Hold up that
1: beverage. Yeah. Whatever your fans, of vomit, whatever you're drinking, please hold it up right now. Cheers. Thank you for listening to our powerful episode. Cheers. Cheers. Now let's get into powerful. Let's go into, I want to get into song of the day right now.
0: Oh, song of the day. It's uh, a very good choice by you. I think I told you I was really excited. When I found out about the song you picked, because it's one of my favorite songs,
1: I kind of—it's kind of weird because what I did is, you know, I have powerful visions and yeah. I have powerful vibrations, and and we were reading about researching the Overton Bridge, mm-hmm. powerful murder suicide bridge, whatever you want to call it, mysterious, ghostly,
0: paranormal.
1: Yes, paranormal. Paranormal. I was thinking end of the line.
0: Oh, I can yes. see how that ties in now.
1: Or Roy Orbison.
0: Yeah, yes. rest in peace. Well, George Get Harrison. into it
1: and we'll talk about it, yes. <laughs> Powerful, <laughs>
0: the Traveling Wilburys. I was just thinking three out of the five. All right, so the so end of the line is a song by the British-American supergroup, and who doesn't love a good supergroup? The Traveling Wilburys. It was released in October 1988. It was the final track of their debut album, Traveling Wilburys, Volume 1, but it was their second single that they released off of that album. The recording features, of course, Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Jeff Lynn, Roy Orbison, and Tom Petty. It uh, hit number 63 in the Billboard Hot 100 chart in the United States, peaked at number 2 in the album Rock Tracks chart, and it uh, blocked out of the top spot by driven out by The Fix. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. Um, I love of, The Fix. One the thing chair. leads to another. Yeah. Now, the, uh, do you remember the music video for End of the Line?
1: Yes. I was enjoying it. I was watching it. Maria, you? You're on the powerful locomotive.
0: They are. In rocking chairs. Yes. They, of course, they recorded the, the song before old Roy passed away.
1: Yes, God rest his soul.
0: Yes, but in the video,
1: can I tell you I yeah. something I hate RIP when people say RIP. Just say rest in peace. Cuz it's always this contest when someone passes away on social media, the first to put put the RIP.
0: Yeah, well you got to do it fast. You got to be the first yeah. one. And I'm I'm one of those RIP people. Don't do RIP.
1: Do either write <laughs> write it out rest in peace like Christmas. Don't do Xmas. It's
0: Christmas. Don't abbreviate. I was guilty of that, too, on Twitter just recently. Well, stop it. <laughs> I only hit 280 characters. What do you want me to do? Anyway, so the video, they're on their, their train, and uh, Roy, when it comes to his part, they have the rocking chair with his guitar in it, rocking back and forth like a ghost is in there rocking it. It's a pretty good video. I actually like that. And I like the traveling Wilburys. As well, They had another, another hit uh, on that uh, CD as well, Handle With Care. Do you remember that one? I do, but
1: it wasn't my favorite. But I want to know right now, do you yep. know off the top of your head who produced that? Who put that together? Because the sound is so tight, so well produced. Otis
0: Wilbury and Nelson Wilbury were the producers.
1: Wow, they mixed everything and produced everything and put the sound together? They did. It's just a great sound, isn't it?
0: It is. So, yes, this song was produced and mixed tight. Sounds great. But the first, so when Handle With Care came out, and if, try to find an unremastered version, try to find like one of the original versions that they used to play on the radio, it sounds horrible. It's the worst. Whoa, why is that? It doesn't sound like it was recorded right, especially the Tom Petty part in Handle With Care. It sounds like he's singing through a tin can in a different room. It's the weirdest thing ever. Yeah.
1: It's kind of uh, weird because Tom Petty sings like Bob Dylan and he got both of
0: them there. Right, right. I don't, I don't even think Bob Dylan does solo parts in end of the line. Everybody does, but him.
1: And then he got, then he got the dude from the electrolytes uh, orchestra. Orchestra,
0: Yeah. And the uh, traveling Wilburys were formed because Harrison and Jeff Lynn were recording a song together or an album together. I think there was one of George Harrison's album, I think cloud nine. And they were just kind of hanging out. And uh, Jeff Lynn said, Well, I think Dylan and Petty are just down the street. So want to go down and hang out. And they did. And then Roy Orbison was there. And that's kind of like how they formed this group.
1: Do you think George Harrison gets enough credit? Because he's a great musician, great, great songs. What's your, one of your favorite George Harrison songs?
0: What's that he- Heine Krishna song that he does? That oh, yeah. I like that one.
1: My Sweet Lord?
0: My Sweet Lord. There you go. Powerful. That's probably my favorite George Harrison song. He was a really good songwriter. I don't think he gets the credit because he was, you know, you have McCartney and Lennon in the group with him. Yes.
1: And then you have that Dingo Star. What's his name?
0: Yeah, I think you got it right. Dingo Star.
1: Starsky and Hutch. Powerful. Powerful drummer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Imagine being the original drummer in the Beatles and not being around.
1: Well, he was the best, the original drummer. Wasn't he the best?
0: They're always the best.
1: Powerful. Like, no one remembers the original drummer of Rush, either. What's Rush?
0: Shut up, bitch!
1: Powerful. Who's your favorite supergroup, by the way? Because the Traveling Wilburys
0: I, I are like a them. powerful supergroup. Uh, Mike and the Mechanics is a, considered a supergroup. Do you consider bad. them a supergroup? I didn't until I read that they were considered a supergroup. More in the UK, because all of the artists in Mike and the Mechanics were more UK-based. So a lot of the... People in the UK knew who they were, and we only know Mike because of Genesis and uh, his tie to Phil Collins.
1: What is your favorite Mike and the Mechanics tune?
0: Uh, All I Need is a Miracle.
1: Oh, my God. Isn't, Isn't that a, a great one? song?
0: Yep. And uh, then followed by, of course, Living Ears. And then... Uh, well, The Living
1: Years a- is too depressing. It yeah, makes me weepy. Well,
0: it makes everybody
1: weepy. It's about Mike's dad dying. I know. Buzzkill. Paging Dr. Buzzkill. I like All You Need is a Miracle. All I need is you.
0: Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Did that make it to a uh, soundtrack, an 80s movie soundtrack? I don't know. It should have if
1: it did It didn't. should have. Yep. It should have. Powerful. My, one of my favorite supergroups is Asia. Asia. Oh, my God. I love Heat of the Moment, Only Time Will Tell. Powerful. Sadly, the lead, lead singer passed away. I never got a chance to witness Asia. It's too bad. But it's just a powerful supergroup.
0: There's a lot of good supergroups out there.
1: There is. Maybe we should do a podcasting supergroup. Oh, that would be exciting. It would just be me and you. Wow, what would we call it? The Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast, the most powerful podcast ever created. Thank you for listening to this powerful episode. We love everyone that does. If we just ask you a favor. Please tell a friend about our powerful podcast. We are available on all podcasting platforms, Spotify, Podbean. Stitcher, Apple, everywhere you find, find podcasts, we are available. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Amish Bee Machine, especially because we have a powerful DVD giveaway, The King of Staten Island. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, like our Facebook page. Make sure you follow us on all social medias. And we stick around because we do have that powerful giveaway coming up. Mike Rez's powerful beer review.
0: I have another great brew to tell the flock about. Last week, I explained how I found, you know, like five or six random beers at the liquor store. So this is going down to number two in that adventure of... Let
1: me interrupt you, as I always do, because I run this powerful podcast, the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. Now, Mike Rez, the liquor store that you enjoy, will they let you bust up a six-pack? Like, let's just say there's a six-pack Yep. You only want to enjoy one.
0: Well, what's good about this is they have a whole section of just one off like one can beers. It's build your own six pack. So you just pick one beer out of here, pick one beer there, pick one beer there, and that's how you do it.
1: Because the reason I ask is I went to one one joint okay. liquor store. And I didn't want to buy the whole thing. You know, I just wanted to try one. I'm not a big drinker, like Oh, it only
0: came in a six pack? Yeah.
1: And she said, no, no problem, just Pop it off. Interesting. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And then I
1: went, so I went to this other liquor store and they wouldn't let me
0: do it. Was one more of a mom and pop store and the other one more of a chain corporate store? Both chains. Really? Interesting. One, one might've been a bigger chain than another. I don't know. Which one lets you break it off? The bigger chain or the smaller chain? I would say,
1: I don't know. I would say the bigger chain. Okay, but that's not, probably why. Yeah, but I would have to look into it. But
0: Yeah, I was going to say, little mom-and-pop stores will kind of let you do that too if they've already got kind of like a make-your-own six-pack area. Because where I went, it's a smaller store. It's not a mom-and-pop store, but they have like, it's it's tiny, but they have a, a build-your-own six-pack cooler. Um, And it's probably about, I don't know, 10 feet by 5 feet, 6 feet tall. But it's got like four or five different shelves just packed with you know, single cans or bottles, and then you just pick which ones you want. So they might be set up to sell individually because of that.
1: Sure. Powerful.
0: Didn't mean to interrupt your powerful,
1: powerful review.
0: Quite all right. We can get right back into it. So the the beer that I enjoyed for this review is Insight Brewing's The Wisdom of Old One-Eye. It is a Norse-style blonde ale. And it kind of goes with the theme of last week's where we had the son of Eric, where it was like a Norse god, Viking type.
1: Very powerful.
0: Yes. This is based off of Odin. Odin. Yes.
1: That's funny you said that because I did a powerful Kraken, release the Kraken, powerful tweet on Twitter at Amish B Machine. Make sure you follow us there. Check Everyone talks out. about releasing the Kraken, right? Right. I want to know who captured the Kraken originally.
0: Yeah, why'd you let him go? I know. Damn. Powerful Odin. Yes. Yeah, so one, the Old One Eye is a unique breed of blonde ale. This is from the Insight Brewing website, insightbrewing.com. Uh, birth from the lions of the Norwegian yeast and Hornadal, Kavik. I don't know what that is. And it's fermented at high temperatures to create a smooth, easy-drinking beast. An ode to Odin, who traded an eye for wisdom. This brew is refreshing and citrusy that pairs well with almost anything. Its uh, alcohol content is 5.6%, so it's a little high uh, if you're used to, like, uh, you know, the corporate beers. That's about average for you, though, right? Average, Yeah, it's average for a craft beer. Uh, It's crisp and smooth, fruity and refreshing. Uh, This beer is available year-round by Insight Brewing, so you can find it in a lot of places all year round. It's probably at your local liquor store right now. It's a silver top can with a red label and uh, the picture of Odin and all the letters are purple. So you got a good Viking, like Minnesota Viking color scheme going on. And uh, it's really good. As far as blonde ales go, it's really delicious. And I do agree that it is fruity and refreshing and there is a smooth finish to it.
1: By the way, how Minnesota are you today? You got the Vikings hat on, (laughs) you got the Gophers shirt. Hell yeah. What kind of panties do you have on? I can't tell that.
0: Maybe. All right. Might be white caps too. Whoa. Yeah, Yeah, so it was was really good. A blonde ale uh, is not like a cream ale uh, as far as heaviness goes. It's a little lighter than a cream ale. It's a little lighter in color, but more deep gold than a cream ale. So uh, you get a good, uh, good beer look. It's got a good beer smell, a good beer taste. Help me out.
1: I don't know anything about beer. Is it close to one of those Hefeweizen or not?
0: Uh, it's not cloudy like a Hefeweizen. Okay. So, um, it, and it's not a wheat beer like a Hefeweizen is either. Uh, but it's, it's really good. Um, I give it a four out of five pint glasses. I like the cream ale on uh, the last episode a little bit better. But as far as blonde ales go, this is really good. I like this. So that's Insight Brewing's Old One Eye. Thank you for that review. You're welcome. Do you have a water review this week? I
1: don't. Oh, I'm just, <laughs> no <laughs> caffeinated water. I'm just enjoying this uh, cold press, cold brew, whatever you want to call it. Caffeinated coffee? Oh my God, it's powerful.
0: How are you about decaf coffee? What's the point? That's like... Right. Yeah. NA beer, non-alcoholic yeah. beer. Well, I mean, I know why that's... Well, bad. yeah, that's, but.
1: yeah. Maybe they do have it for caffeine junkies. <laughs> No,
0: it's, it's all about,
1: it's about beer too. You know, Oh, I like beer. It's like, yeah, but you like the booze. I mean, admit
0: it. Right. Powerful. Thank you for that powerful review. You're welcome. I've got uh, another one lined up for tonight. That's going to combine two flavors of two beverages that I like, and we'll see how this goes. That's all I'm going to tell you.
1: And uh, make sure we, make sure you follow us on, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Micah Rez does have his powerful review, or he's doing the 9 million Scoville units, the world's hottest gummy bear, the little nitro.
0: Yeah, video's taken the world by storm.
1: It is. Everyone loves that video. We're going to need you to check it out. Please subscribe and like and comment on our YouTube channel, Amish Baby Machine. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll be on there someday. <laughs> but I do know Micah like Rez, we're going to do some beer reviews. We got stuff planned. Yep. As yeah. soon as this COVID um, fiasco is over with, we want to explore, get out into the frozen tundra of Minnesota.
0: As soon as more events can take place, we're hoping the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture podcast will be there with you.
1: Yes. Sounds Wait. like Joe Biden wants us to wear a mask for three months outdoors, so
0: we'll see what happens. <laughs> Speaking of masks, the Amish Baby Machine masks are on sale right now, 35% off.
1: Powerful. Thank you for that powerful segue. Please enjoy our merch. It's a great way to help support this podcast, AmishBabyMachine.com. We also have powerful links on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure we have powerful merch, and we're going to need you to enjoy it. We have masks, T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, stickers. We have it all. Another great way to help support our podcast is Patreon, patreon Patreon.com. Links on AmishBabyMachine.com. We do have our powerful DVD giveaway, and that's coming up soon.
0: Yeah, we'll do that right after we talk about this suicide murder bridge.
1: Oh, my God. Are you ready? Yes. Powerful. It's in Scotland. We love Scotland. Such a powerful, mysterious land. Haunted. Full of kilts. Yes. We love Scotland. And this is going to be the story over the Overton Bridge. Mysterious bridge that Micah Rez is going to tell you about now.
0: That's right. This information comes from science.howstuffworks.com. This is a story written by Nathan Chandler, and we'll also get into some of the Wikipedia history of the bridge, but this is what is going on. And, on the-
1: and afterwards, our powerful analysis. That's right.
0: This is uh, also known... So this is the the bridge, the Overton Bridge in Dumberton, Scotland. Also known as the Dog Suicide Bridge. And it's about a bridge that was built in the 19th century, the Overton Bridge, and its claim to fame is somewhat sinister. The nickname, the Dog Suicide Bridge, dates back to the 1950s. Dogs have been jumping from the Gothic-style bridge that crosses a 50-foot ravine. Many news outlets have reported on the bridge, and it has inspired at least one full-length book. Some reports set the number of flying dogs in the hundreds, while others cite fewer. Numbers aside, there's no disputing that a lot of dogs have died at this bridge, and no one knows exactly why. Sometimes dogs survive the fall but suffer terrible injuries. Others perish soon after their plunges, in at least one instance, a dog allegedly jumped from the bridge, survived, ran up the slope, and then jumped off the bridge once again. But what's inspiring all of these jumps? Well, in 2010, animal behaviorist David Sands visited the bridge and concluded that dogs certainly weren't killing themselves on purpose. He figured that since most of the dogs that jump are long-nosed types, and especially keen odor dogs wild animal scent may be the trigger. Perhaps the dogs can smell or see wild creatures scurrying below the bridge, and maybe the bridge's construction, which has tapered edges, might make it look like a safe, flat plane from the dog's point of view and also contributes to the confusion. In a documentary about the bridge mystery, Sand says, I think it's likely that in all cases here at Overton Bridge, that was curiosity that killed the dog. Still, this part of the country is full of superstitious folks. Some of them believe that there is a paranormal factor at work, driving the dogs to jump to their deaths. One theory is that a grieving widow, the White Lady of Overton, maintains a ghostly presence at the bridge, stirring the dogs into a death frenzy. Another, even darker take, harkens to a terrible event that occurred in 1994... In that year, a 32-year-old father threw his own baby, uh, whom he was certain was the Antichrist, into the gorge below. The baby died the following day, and the father was declared insane and committed to an institution. Locals say that dogs in almost every case tend to jump from the same spot that the baby was thrown from. Perhaps, they say the terrible ordeal left the supernatural rift of sorts that affects a dog's behavior. Whatever the case, scientists don't seem to believe that dogs are intentionally offing themselves because suicide is more of a creation of a human condition. Until the mystery is solved, perhaps local dog walkers should consider mandatory leash laws for anyone that approaches the bridge. Some history and the construction of this bridge, Lord Overton had inherited the Overton House and its estate in 1991. He purchased the neighboring estate, the west of his lands in 1892, and carriages were having trouble accessing uh, the main house of the the Overton estate, Uh, so he had this bridge that was uh, built as the new driveway to the other estate, the Garshake estate, and it was from there the tales have started. So 1950 is where we go back to when dogs started growing themselves off of this bridge. Before that, I would assume no one was either paying attention about how many dogs were being jumping off the bridge or it just started happening in the 1950s. Now, my powerful
1: research up to 600 dogs have hurled themselves over the bridge.
0: That's a lot of dogs. It
1: is. Now, this the source is from what is the name of that source that you have there?
0: The main part I was reading from was HowStuffWorks.com.
1: Yeah, that sounds like science, right? It sure does. Yes, it's not science. It's it's powerful, mysterious forces, paranormal.
0: The Lady in White. The Lady in White. One thing I noticed is when we talk about female apparitions, it's always, they always describe her as what dress they're wearing. Yes. The Lady in White here. The Lady in Red, powerful song. Lady in Red. There's actually, I was going to bring this up. So in Anoka, which is not too far from where we're at, there's a bar there. And in my old life as a construction worker, putting in fire sprinklers.
1: Is that why you're so macho? Because you were a construction worker? Oh,
0: yeah, of course. Yeah. There, uh, There's a couple of levels. Did you like
1: the UK pronunciation macho?
0: Macho. Yes. I did like that. Yes. They actually asked us if we had ever seen the lady in red. Apparently, there's a apparition up there that's in a red dress. So it's kind of amazing. Anyway, so I derailed that conversation.
1: No, this powerful podcast we we go on powerful tangents it's all about analysis anyone can look facts up on the internet we we're, we powerfully analyze it we use our powerful brains but we tell you the truth this is real news not fake news
0: never so yeah so the i'm i kind of curious about if these dogs are actually throwing themselves off in the same spot that dad killed his kid at
1: the problem with the, the skeptics, they're always like, oh, yeah, it's just normal. It's not normal for 600 dogs to throw themselves off
0: of no. bridges. Well, if, long nose or not.
1: Yeah, if that was normal, any bridge that would go through the woods, there'd be dogs hurling themselves off of.
0: Yeah, this must be the only bridge that wild animals cross under. There's
1: powerful sprites and fairies and other woodland creatures and demons and ghosts. and I mean, look at the Blair Witch Project.
0: That was probably one of the scariest paranormal activity things caught on camera.
1: Yes. You think there's, there's prob- that there's probably that lady in white, she's telling those dogs to, she's probably got like biscuits for them or something. Yeah. And they're just, they've you, seen it and they're hurling themselves. Do you want a treat?
0: Come on, boy. Yes. Do you want a treat? And then, whoa, yes. look at that. Right off the edge. <laughs> but you know what? Almost probably, had it.
1: Probably survivor, those pugs.
0: Oh, yeah. You they know can't even are...
1: breathe and walk and they're all inbred and. The like chihuahuas probably survive. You ever notice you can't make fun of a certain dog breed anymore? They're all great.
0: Are they? Yes. Are they, though?
1: No, but you can, because then people get all mad at you.
0: Eh. I don't know. There's some dog breeds that suck. Oh, my God. I'm not going to say which no, ones. No,
1: we can't. No. We shan't. No. That sounded Scottish. Well, but I, I wonder about this powerful bridge, this powerful suicide death bridge where these dogs are just hurling themselves over. I mean, what's going on? You know, I heard reports that they think there's mink down there and this powerful mink smell is so intoxicating, so seducing that the dogs just can't stop themselves and just hurl themselves. Mink musk? It's very musky, yes. Much like Elon. Yes, it's a powerful musk and it's just seducing these dogs and they can't help themselves. I like to think that there's some Trolls or something in the bridge. Is that what it is? Trolls or?
0: Gotta be a troll. Yeah. It's what are, the, what are those trolls. little
1: blue things? Smurfs?
0: Smurfs. Papa Smurf is yes. under there.
1: Yeah. What is he doing? Is he eating them? Smurfy. Yes. Or maybe that, uh, who's that tramp? That smurf? Smurfette? Smurfette? Yeah. Maybe she's seducing these dogs. She could be. Yeah. I don't maybe know. Maybe she's going the lady on. in white. Yes. Think that's possible. Berg. What a powerful song. Don't pay the ferryman. What if there's a ferryman on the other side of this bridge? You gotta pay him to get across it.
0: You gotta answer these questions three.
1: Yeah, you gotta have those, uh, what's that, bacon? What's that dog treat, the bacon one? It's not really bacon, but it looks like bacon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, God. Yeah. I know. Bacon strips. Bacon strips. Yes, or yep.
1: snozzages or.
0: Bacon, 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 bacon!
1: Powerful. But, you know, the pugs are safe. Because they can't even breathe and they can't even walk. and They can't smell yeah, musk. No, and they surely can't jump jump <laughs> over that bridge. <laughs> uh. It's powerful, mysterious, though. What do you think about ghost busting? I was thinking me and you, should we should get into ghost busting. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I would love to go on a paranormal overnight, try to get some EMPs. Let's do it. We got to find someone. Everyone
1: else does it.
0: Yeah. We gotta well if we do it, we gotta do it and then one of us has to start yelling, the other one has to say, Hey, calm down,
1: calm down. Well it's very exciting. We have to have that cool green footage too.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. We gotta have some kind of device that only we know how to use. <laughs> Powerful. <laughs> this is the uh voice tracker three thousand, it scans four million different wavelength uh things and and it can only pick up ghost noises.
1: Powerful. Now let's go to your, what do you honestly think, why are 600 dogs throwing themselves over this bridge?
0: See, if it's 600, you can't ignore 600 and just assume that it's because of wild animals under there. And I I kind of believe in the paranormal stuff, and I, I don't know, maybe there's something to that here. I don't think 600 dogs is a coincidence that they're all chasing after wild animals under there. you think that would be, I don't know. And then that poor dog that came back up and then...
1: And then did it jumped. again. <laughs> I mean, didn't he figure it out the first time or... It was a dumb dog. No. Was, maybe he wasn't dumb. See, they, have you ever... Do you have a cat? Have you ever, ever had a cat before?
0: Unfortunately, yes.
1: Have you ever seen the times where a cat will look at the wall and just start scratching at the wall?
0: Yeah. What is that? He did that all the time. You know, our, uh, our dog now does that. Yeah, she explain just that stares. to me. She stares in the corner. Actually, just a couple of weeks ago, she started growling. She was dead asleep, woke up, and stared at nothing in the other room and was growling. But and it, it was stopped. something. Yes, she saw something. Yes. We, I didn't see a damn thing. What kind it. of dog is it? It's, it's not a, a pug, is it? No, it's a rat terrier. All right. Small, like a pug, but smarter. Yes.
1: Yeah, Has so, it ever attacked a rat before?
0: No, but if she could get a hold of a rabbit, she would love that.
1: Yes. Those rat terriers, I mean, they're obviously bred to bred kill to rats, rats. So any of those small
0: animals, yeah. So yeah, she uh, she would definitely, she would love a chipmunk or a gopher as well. She's chased a couple of those out of the yard. No, but I mean, when you see that, what are they seeing? They're seeing something, right? Yeah, she's de- she definitely saw something. I yes. mean, She woke up from a dead sleep in a startle, and then stared off into nothing. And she never does that.
1: So what do you guys think, powerful fans, flock of Amish listeners? What do you think is causing these dogs to hurl themselves to commit suicide, jumping off this bridge? And they say only people commit suicide.
0: Yeah, dogs don't commit suicide. Their brain is not made up like ours. I'm sure they can have chemical imbalances, but they don't know to kill themselves. Are you
1: familiar with the Bible? Yes, I am. Do you remember in the Bible when the pigs were possessed by demons?
0: must have missed that Jesus
1: one. cast demons into the pigs, and they just hurled themselves <laughs> and drowned themselves.
0: It sounds like something Jesus would do. That's
1: real in the Bible. Well, it's, it's a true in the Bible. Story. Yes. So those poor pigs hurled themselves because they were possessed by demons. Maybe the dogs
0: were possessed by demons. You think Jesus hurled some demons into those dogs? No,
1: I don't. But I mean, if you look at the exorcist, remember yeah. when the priest, The demon went into him, and then he hurled himself down the
0: stairs. Right. That's a good movie. Yes. Love that movie. But,
1: I mean, is that a coincidence that the dogs are hurling themselves? Maybe
0: they know something. They could. You never know. I mean, it's an old castle. It's an old estate. Yes. And. Who would want to live in those castles anyway? I would. I would love that. You're not afraid of the paranormal? Yes and no. But, you know, it's a bridge, so it's probably over water. And they always say that troubled water, spirits, and paranormal activity happen a lot over water. Like a
1: bridge over troubled water. Maybe we could be a singer-songwriter duo. We should. Yeah, you should. could you grow an afro? Uh,
0: I don't think I have enough. I think you and I combined couldn't grow an afro. I could do a skullet. Ooh, that would be sweet.
1: Like a bridge. Powerful story. Let us know on Twitter, at Amish Machine, what you think is the mystery of the Overton Bridge. Now, Mike Rez, let's get into the powerful, great news we have.
0: Oh, man. We are happy to share this with you. Here's your chance to win a copy of Pete Davidson's new movie, The King of Staten Island. This is what we want you to do. Like and retweet the tweet that this link is in. So you'll see Dags on Amish B-Machine on Twitter, tweet out the link, and we need you to like and retweet that. Plus, you're going to use the hashtag, and that hashtag is, Dags?
1: Hashtag Amish Baby Machine DVD, all one word, Amish Baby Machine DVD. So what's going to happen is I'm going to do one of my powerful tweets. You are following me on Twitter, right, at Amish B-Machine? God, my tweets are powerful. You're going to love them. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. And the hashtag is going to be Amish Baby Machine
0: DVD. There you go. See, it's not written down in front of me, so no, I apologize. No. For that.
1: So when you see this powerful tweet, it's going to say hashtag Amish Baby Machine DVD. Tell us a little bit about this movie, Micah Rez. The King of Staten Island starring Pete Davidson, Bill Burr, Marissa Torme.
0: Steve Buscemi. Yes. All right, celebrated comedy director Judd Apatow and SNL's Pete Davidson's critically acclaimed heartfelt comedy is now available to own on digital and on Blu-ray and DVD August 25th. Features over two hours of hilarious never-before-seen bonus content, including alternate endings, deleted scenes, and a gag reel. The film is inspired by Pete Davidson's own true live story, an emotional and comic knockout, Rolling Stone about love, loss, and laughter on Staten Island. So we're going to need you to do those three things. It will only, the contest will run until the next Thursday. It's so August 20th. And then we will pick a winner. Powerful,
1: yes. Make sure you retweet, like our tweet in the hashtag will be Amish Baby Machine DVD. We're excited to team up with Universal Pictures and giving away this powerful film. Make sure you tell a friend about this powerful podcast. Tweet like crazy. The more you tweet, the more you can win. Now, Micah Rez, we're going to end this powerful episode. If it can't get it any more powerful, tell us, the fans of Flaco Amish,
0: about the powerful music we have to play us out. All right. Today you're going to listen to Moonlight by the synthwave artist Jetfire Prime. I found Jetfire Prime last week. Listened to some tunes. Instantly was excited to hear more. And we reached out. And Jetfire Prime gave us permission for you, the flock of Amish, to hear Moonlight. You can find Jetfire Prime on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. And, of course, you can find uh, Jetfire Prime on Twitter at Jetfire underscore Prime. And on Bandcamp jetfireprime.bandcamp.com That's where you can find all of Jetfire Prime's music and you can purchase it there as well. And this is Moonlight off of the Summer Ear album. Powerful. Thank you for that powerful description
1: of that powerful music. Please enjoy the music that's playing us out. Please tell a friend about our powerful podcast. Make sure you enter our powerful contest to win copy of King of Staten Island by Pete Davidson. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast.